The More Life Podcast is the most prolific and entertaining podcast hosted by two cousins, Justin Bless and Samuel Matthew, who are researching to discover and understand as much of this world that's full of humans, different environments, and Mother Nature in a fun way. Be prepared for Justin and Sam to dig deep with profound questions and groundbreaking conversations. More Life Podcasts will also include special guests from all walks of life. Thank you for joining us and enjoy. More life to you. To you. More money, more wife, more life. No more lay, no more strife. More life, put more touch over drive. Me a destiny child, cause me a fi survive. More life, more money, more wife, more life. No more lay, no more strife. More life, put more touch over drive. Me a destiny child. Them a say me get few shot. Me no fifteen or two pack. Me roll with two. Yo, 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 you know what it is, ladies and gentlemen, it's another More Life podcast for your head tops, and it's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, it's your boy, Samuel, you know, the man with the plan, yo, I got to my left, my cousin, my blood, my love, go ahead. Ain't no homos on the my <laughs> I know. You feel me, nigga? But, yo. Like when yeah. you said, no homo, though. Yeah, no homo, pause, man. <laughs> when we say my love, you John, that's just family, you know what I mean? Family all the way. Family first, I mean, God first. Damn a second. But um, it's Justin Bless, Justin Bless, nothing less, man. You already know what it is, bro. And I'm feeling real good today, cuz. How you feeling, man? I'm cool, man. It's a chill little day. I've been resting and just trying to get ready for the rest of the work week, man. I've been good, though. That's good, bro. That's good. I've been good, too. And, man, today we got a special guest, man. We got another special guest for the head tops. You feel me? <laughs> Hey, man, we just having fun over here. That's all it is, man. It's the More Life Podcast, man. We got special guests, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bruh. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Zay, otherwise known as Xavier. I'm just here kicking it with my boys. How you doing, bruh? I'm chilling. It's nice to see you, man. I haven't seen yeah. you since a minute. It's been since that festival, right? Yeah. Man, how was that for you? That was actually really fun. That was a good time. All right. How was your day, my man? My day was pretty good. I'm happy to be alive, man. I'm just taking it one day at a time. It's 2020. Yeah, that's a good answer. I'm happy to be alive, too. We're going to get into the festival later, just because that's where we went. You know what I mean? Talk about it a little briefly. Um, but, you know, that's not why we came to talk about. Came to talk about a lot of stuff, man. Especially just came to chop it up with you. Yeah, bro. Yeah. But, hey, man, you said, you know, like, you're just taking it one day at a time. Just living, bro. Like, how was it? Like, how'd you feel, like, when um, 2020 hit? Um, when 2020 hit, man, it just feels like I'm in a different space now. Like, I've always thought of 2020 as, like, the future. Ever since I was, like, just a kid, like, it's always felt like 2020 was going to be so far in the in the future. And, like, by then... Cars was, flying and <laughs> shit, transporting. For the hover bike, nigga. I'm the hoverboard. <laughs> we almost got it. We <laughs> got close. True. Then them joints started catching on fire, all them hoverboards. <laughs> yep. <laughs> After that, it's like, nope, that's not it. Right. Yeah, we'll pause that for a sec. <laughs> How'd you feel, though, nigga? You like, oh, yeah, man. I felt <laughs> good, though. I'm excited. I've always felt like 2020 was going to be when it's make or break time. So, you know, I'm just excited to put my foot to the floor and really just get to work and do what I got to do to better myself and better my life, man. Because we talked about it earlier. You know, at this point, like, I'm 24 going on 25. Yeah. Got about five good years left when we hit that 30-30-30, man. That dirty 30, man. (laughs) Hey, at that point, you got to start really figuring some things out. So, hey. Make them real crucial decisions. Exactly. Uh, 
know? <laughs> Think about family and legacy and all hey. that type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's so real. <laughs> What my legacy gonna be? You feel exactly. me? Exactly. Shit, that's when the midlife crisis ages start catching. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, damn. Man, as spry as you used to be, man. You go out there <laughs> trying to play basketball. Your hip hurts and your back hurts. You know, them young things start getting you in the gym. You're like, damn. Mm-hmm. How old are you, man? You're like, I'm 22. Like, damn. Right? <laughs> that was eight years ago. <laughs> Make you start doing mental math, bro. How old you be, <laughs> bro? Real talk. Hey, oh, you know, you know, you're getting older when niggas is like, they start calling you big bruh and big bro. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you start getting the unk. The unk. Oh, no, I was just thinking that. Not the unk. Not the unk, <laughs> man. It's a tough one. Man. <laughs> but hey, the crazy part is, I'm already an uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already an uncle for real. I got a three year old nephew right now. Oh, respect, respect. Most love, man. Had to That's rap tight. about that on the mixtape, man. Oh, man. Hey, you got to, bro. Hey, people don't even know, man, like, with your music, bro. Like, tell us a little bit about it, bro. Like, how long you been rapping, bro? Um, I've been rapping for, that's going on eight years. I've been rapping since high school. Like, at first it was just... Since 16? Yeah. Word. At first you it was... You in the hallways, beating on your chest, nigga? Nah, what I oh, used word. to do... <laughs> what I used to do was I used to... I had an iPod and I used to sit it up on this desk by the mirror or like a deck, I should say. Yeah. That's what I used to rap into because it was like right at my like same height level. So that's what I used to rap into when I first started. But then my friend that I went to high school with, he decided he was going to take on the task of being like my producer, my engineer... My, you know what I'm saying? My Swiss Army knife behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so he goes by Beast by Zero. And yeah, man, like he actually just moved out here. And that's why the new project that I'm working on is called Golden Voice 2. Because when he decided he wanted to work with me, then the first project that we dropped was Golden Voice. And now that he moved out here, he decided to help me again now that I've been through everything that I went through in college. I moved out here, went through a little bit but before he moved out here. And then now it's time to link back up with him and put together something that's going to take us to the next level. Because me doing that project was the beginning of mixtapes. You know what I mean? And now... Now that I got him back again and we're working on this project, this is almost like the beginning of albums. That, you know what I mean? We're hitting right. streaming services now. I still consider it a mixtape because it's a sequel to a mixtape. But, you know, after this is albums. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this is all to say that I'm happy to have my mans back and we're back in a whole different bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, bro. That's real good. Um any, like, word on when you're going to drop that joint, man, just for the listeners to all right, check so it out? I don't have a definitive date. I have all my vocals done at this point in time when we're recording this. I have a couple vocal guest vocals that I need to get sent in. And then we just got to do some final mixing and things of that nature, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm actually going to his crib tomorrow. But, yeah. Hey. Hey, make it at happen, that, man. Yeah, um, so. I'm, I will tell you this. End of January, if I have to, early February, because streaming services and, you know, trying to get things <laughs> on Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, process. It's man. a process, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not going to put a definitive date on it yet, but it's coming, like, real soon. Like, 
Yeah, By yeah, the time yeah. this podcast is out, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to check your local streaming services for Zay. Hey. X-A-I. <laughs> yeah. You can also, really quick, you can also follow me on Instagram at X-A-I underscore T-R-T-O. Which T-R-T-O is a whole little thing that we could get into if you want. But you can follow me there or on Twitter if you like, if you want to hear my random thoughts. <laughs> I feel you, bro. Hey, shout out to my man. Make sure y'all follow him and everything like that. But yo, like today, bro, I thought I would bring like this idea that I had. Well, not really ideas, like a thought that I had that was running through my head and want to discuss on the podcast, man. It's good that you're here. So to pick your brain on it too, you feel me? And also my cuz, like always. Um, yeah, no doubt. Which was what I was thinking about, bro. Cause my mind just be just running, just running like all day, all types of different ideas and thoughts and just stuff, right? Same, I got bars about that. Hey, I used to do that, but now I got journal, bro. Real shit. It's real therapeutic, man. Writing down like your day and shit. Yeah. Right. The notes is on my phone, man. That's what all this music is. It's just me trying to get it all out. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah. See? Ah, hey, listeners, y'all should definitely express your thoughts. And either way, it might be painting, might be something else, whatever that is. Anything. Yeah. Shoot. You guys find a way to express yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, commend to that. But yo, without further ado, what I was thinking about was I was thinking like, you know, how like Trump is big on the wall and shit, mm-hmm. getting it built and whatnot. Oh, and right? make the Mexicans pay for it. Yeah, like, make the other <laughs> niggas pay for it. How? <laughs> that nigga. Great plan. We'll figure that one out. <laughs> that nigga wilding man, out, man. You, you feel me? It's not like, bro, it's not like that. It's going to be taxed like $1,000, man. It's going to be like millions. Because the shit is, I heard it was supposed to stretch into like the ocean and shit. Bro, have you seen the design for it? I haven't seen the design. But it's like, so whack. It's just like a bunch of steel pipes like standing up out of the ground. Like <laughs> he didn't even give us like a monument, like the Great Wall of China no, or nothing. <laughs> it wasn't even like, nothing that looks good, like made out of nice marble bricks right. and stuff. Like, no, it's just like a bunch of steel spikes. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to do with that shit, bro, because they far been past that shit, bro. But right. um, oh, <laughs> they got tunnels now. Come yeah, on, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, like niggas ain't got shovels. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, and they got engineers up in there. You feel me? They ain't got no average ass niggas digging holes. Exactly. They got niggas that went to school and colleges for mm-hmm. this shit. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> But at the same time, they knew what was good, what was better for their life. They had to get with it. <laughs> you feel me or get lost, but I just thinking, bro, like, how would you feel, man, if, like, the world was just one, I guess, one continent? The only thing that divided us was just the ocean, technically, in, in mountains, you know? Like, if there was no borders, bro, if there's no any type of jurisdiction, type of crossing lines, just anything, like, how would you feel like the world would be? I feel that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you put in there the oceans, though, because I was going to ask you about that. Like, are we Pangea or is the ocean still there? The ocean's still there, man. Okay. With that being said, my thing is, I think it would be a positive thing to a degree because that's one less thing that we can use to divide ourselves. But at the same time, I'm curious about the fact that everybody wants to feel unique in a way. And so I feel like what tends to happen is because everyone wants to feel unique. They always find ways to divide themselves in some way, shape or form. And it's not even 
And it's not even like we do it on purpose. Sometimes it's just a subconscious thing. Like, you know, you walk into a room, maybe, you know, you just hired a bunch of people and we're all walking into the room for the first time. We haven't met each other before. You know, naturally, you know, people want to sit near the people that look like them and, yeah, you know, yep, sound like facts. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, all of that. So there's a natural, you know, thing that happens that's subconscious. So I feel like no matter what happens, like, there's still we're still going to find a way to divide ourselves somehow. And it, I hate to say it because, like, at the end of the day, that's what leads to hate and, you know, all the negative things that come with that. But it's just a natural, like, it, it's, it's never going to, it's not it's not something that you could take away out of our human nature. You know what I mean? Ah, thank God. I feel you on that. How you feeling about that, cuz? Man, um, that I think what you said, cuz, is like a very interesting topic and actually something I discussed with one of my professors on campus uh, when I was at ASU. Um, his name was Henry Novak, I think, or Savak. I think it was Savak. My bad if I'm getting a name wrong, professor. I passed the class. I forgot, nigga. But <laughs> I digress from my point. He was actually talking about this. And really the only logical like reason for the division of borders and the existence of that is the division of resources. Because like I can say, hey, there's an oil mine here. This is America. So that's my oil. You know what I mean? Or whatever resource it is. Oil mm-hmm. is an arbitrary example. So a place with no borders is very interesting because then the resources becomes the world's resources. And then it becomes a decision, well, how do we evenly divide uneven distributed resources? Because we all know like in the Middle East, they produce more oil than what we would have here. So that's a very like, you know, that's a resource there. So are we saying that then, okay, that's being divided equally across the world, even the third world countries and all of that? I mean, I think that would be a great thing. I think there could be so many positive things without having borders. Um, as far as like people traveling and everything, you'd be a citizen of Earth and not a citizen of like the United States or like I'm a North American, South American, I'm yeah. from, you know, Eurasia, Europe, none of that stuff. But it, I think it's it's super idealistic and like it's it's dangerous because when there's like, let's say there's no borders and this is fear mongering, of course, people are going to be scared. They're going to feel like, well, there's nothing stopping from people from being in my place and being here. But I think once we get past that, like, fear of the collective, like, oh, my gosh, they're in my space. And we realize they're on the earth. So that, like, is just equally as dangerous. I think that would be a society that could be mighty prosperous. Now, it may be dangerous, again, just because, like, you're talking damn near, like, kind of socialism if we're talking about that kind of division of stuff. But I don't think it has to be like that. But the idea of having no borders is is crazy because then no one can say, this is my land and this is where it stops. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone can own land, personally. You just live on top of it and you pay for it. But, you know, that's not how people see the shit. So that's why we create borders. So I don't know, man. That's a good question. The world would be, it'd be a lot different, I can say. I don't know how it'd be different, but I think it would be mad different. What do you think about that, cuz, since you brought it up? What you were saying was dope, man. Definitely got to throw some fire for you, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Man, I was pondering on this thing, and I was thinking, um, so I seen this documentary about borders. It's, uh, I believe it's a vice. It's on YouTube. Watch a lot of documentaries at work. So I was watching this, this YouTube video from Vice Channel, 
It was a documentary about borders. It was showing, it was showing the border of like the craziest border. It's, um, it's Africa um, going, into, going into France. And bro, this border is crazy, my nigga. So it's a big ass fence, right? So it's a big ass fence. And at the top, like there's these big ass like, not needles, but big ass pipe looking shit, right? And it's pointed like towards you, basically, if you're looking at the thing. So it's like up and points towards you. Right. So like if you, niggas ever climb fences before fence and lean towards you, niggas harder to climb than that fence lean the opposite way, you feel me? So like, yeah, shit like that, right? So even if you were to pass that shit, then there's like freaking Mortal Kombat. I play, I know these niggas play Mortal yeah. Kombat. Mortal Kombat, <laughs> bro. Like, when guys? when you fall, right? Like, oh, I forgot what that fucking place was. This is the bridge, nigga. The bridge, yeah. Then like, there's like, nah, these fucking... Uppercut the nigga and he falls on the spikes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so like, there's, yeah, 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 okay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So anybody that watched or watched it too, that shit was, yeah. So um, so then there's the Mortal Kombat spikes. That's the best way I can describe the shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Dude, bro. Then it's a it's another fucking one of those fences again. Then it, so it's like by that time. Then there's barbed wires on top of the, the second one. I'm like, by that time you even <laughs> like get there, like the motherfucking police is there and like right. shit, right? Yo, that's a lot of shit you, you gotta really go need through. An ambulance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> that looks like some like ninja warrior motherfucking yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. track or some shit. That's crazy. It was for a cage match. <laughs> You said from like Africa to France? Yeah, it's Africa to France, bro. It's a crazy ass border. I forgot what cities it is, but yeah, they had no remorse for the other side, but it's Africa basically oh. going to the other side, bro. You're saying like Africa to France is in like, I think I know you're talking like where the Red Sea and all that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's yeah, that yeah. connection over there. Just to get. It's funny to think that. Bro. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you feel what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's wild too, but that's kind of like, no disrespect, cause no disrespect to the motherland, cause Africa is really the richest land, bro. That's where life started. That's where everything should be Absolutely. surrounded. Like Wakanda wasn't there for no reason. You feel me, nigga? So, and Wakanda, I believe that shit is a real place, bro. Like real shit. They probably hiding it, bro. Just like it was hiding in plain sight in the desert. Like who's <laughs> like, nigga? I ain't walking over there. I'll die in starvation. All of a sudden, bump into a freaking wall, right? But yeah, it's over there. I was just like, bro, like. What if that shit wasn't there? Would it be as appealing to get over there? Probably not. Probably not, right? Because it's like it's like here, like when we like driving from um, Phoenix to Tempe and shit, you know, like it's the, it really ain't shit. You feel me? But it's like it could be like the fear of the unknown. Then it can be like you thinking grass is green on the other side type of shit. Yeah, that's exactly my thing. Right? I would think the grass is greener on the other side. And then I, but like, if there's no border, then you can just go over there. And once you get over there, you're like, well, I mean, I'm still the same person I was before I was <laughs> over here. So what was the point? <laughs> right. It's kind of like what you were saying, bro. X, like with the being unique, right? Being um, distinguished from another human being or something like mm -hmm. that. When that shit's not there, it's like, all right, bro, like, it's whatever. But how I feel about if there was no borders, bro, like, I, I would feel like it'll be more diverse, other human beings will be more accepting of others. There will always be um, communities because communities can be formed. They don't need no fucking walls or anything like that. Like you can have two people. It's a community. If they have like the same morals or values or 
same ideology that I guess they want to be distinguished from another race or whatever. There'll be definitely more mixture of races. I feel like there'll be more mixed people than there are now. There'll be like coming to like, what's those dogs are mixed with a lot of shit? Mutts? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. But we ain't gonna be I'm mutts. Yeah. Hey, That's go- technically a derogatory term, but we not gonna get yeah, into that. Well, what they call? They call. Nah, that, that's right. But that's it, what it's not a. It's a derogatory term, like Zay said. <laughs> Word. Okay. Shit. It's a dog that's mixed with that's a lot of shit. Disrespectful. <laughs> 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 Yo, like I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. My bad, nigga. No, you good? I, mean, I ain't offended, but <laughs> I know I'm Haitian, nigga. Full blooded. Uh, yo, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shit, I ain't even disrespect anybody. Anybody to have disrespect? I'm just, I'm just trying to paint a picture. You feel me? Trying to paint a picture, nigga. Everybody in the house now has a clear picture. Of what the fuck I'm trying to say? There'll, there'll be more like of like that running around. Yeah, man. You you right? Like, you know what I mean? I don't even know if I'll be mixed. Essentially, shit. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Essentially, there'd be like, what you're getting at is that there'd be like more, essentially light-skinned people. Because like, there'd be more mixture of the tones and yeah, like, but it's hard to say because I feel like to a degree where you live has something to do with it. I feel like exposure to sun has something to do with it. I don't think that, obviously, like you can be born with melanin and exposure to the sun doesn't matter. But I feel like over a generational period, I feel like it has something to do with it at least. No, I, th- I feel so as well. Cause like, I don't know, I feel the sun was there for a reason. It's placed there for a reason. You feel me? Absolutely. And I feel it has something to do with your skin as well. Some type of connection or, you know, something. And definitely with the melanin and stuff, you know, yeah, definitely where you at, man. Cause like, I know like even here, like, not here, here, but like in Africa, like West Africa is darker than East Africa, you know? And they say it has something to do with the sun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, I don't think like borders will um, really make like shit. Like the communities not be alive, but communities will be alive, but it'll just be a mixture of more people and like Chinese and, you know, just all, it'll be, we'll be closer to being one race. That's how shit I'm going to put it. Absolutely. That's yes, yes, yes. That's that. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look, can I ask a quick... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I ask ahead. a quick question, though? Like, it's, it's kind of off topic, but we were talking about the sun. In the... Well, you're, if you live near the equator, are there four seasons or do you just have one season? Because, like, I figured the seasons are based on, you know... Yeah, the axes yeah, and exactly. where you are when yeah. the Earth's rotation. Exactly. So if you're at the equator... It's just summer, baby. That's it. <laughs> it's just hot year-round. Like, if you go to Ecuador... Ooh, that's tough. They really, like, Ecuador Yo. doesn't really experience, like, season change like that. It's usually one sort of climate. I'm pretty sure... There might be two, but I'm pretty sure it's only just the one. Like, it's just It's got to be some sort of rainy season at some point, though. Yeah, you know, you get that, I think, on occasion, just because, like, you know, it's really, they have a lot of vegetation there. So, you know, moisture and all that stuff rides up, gets evaporated. So, you know, that it sustains that. They have enough water to keep the forest, but it's just hot. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like it doesn't get really cold. <laughs> That's when a good, it rains, it's just humid. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Just hot water. It's wet. Now it's cold. Now just it's hot just water, hot. bro. It's not wet exactly. <laughs> like, I was watching this other documentary. It's talking about, funny that you brought out the equator. They say human beings that are like closer to the equator, like got more power. Like their brain is like 
more functioning than people farther than the equator. You know, it's like how like the pyramids are like the pyramids are placed in Egypt. Like they're placed like right on the fucking axle, like right on the shit. You know how they're saying like that's supposed to like be some type of connection, some type of power, divine power or something. And it's placed there and shit. Those people were the first like um, engineers and all that other stuff. So I, I don't think they placed yeah, it there on, on some random shit. It's crazy what they did with human power. Like, they really didn't have much else. It was just, they got a bunch of humans and were like, <laughs> we're going to tie some rope onto these rocks and we're going to sling them up here and we're going to make a whole pyramid eventually. I, <laughs> I think, man, like, to do that, their understanding of, like, geometry and physics had to be on point. Because it's like, man, how many slaves did you have? Absolutely. And, like... How many of them were just dropped? Like, because you had to keep them fed because that's a mm-hmm. lot of manual labor and it's it's going to take up a lot of more energy because you're in the sun doing it. The sun exactly. gives energy, but it also makes you drain energy just as fast. It's like, that. that's crazy to think. They're like, all right, we're going to make this like crane. We're going to get 50 niggas on this side, <laughs> big ass rock on this side, and we can just pull it and they're going to pull it until it gets up here. Or I'm going to kill about 25 of them niggas. And then they got to like angle it to slide it in place. Like, come on, bro. Right. It's incredible. I was going to ask, because you was talking about that documentary, and that actually was interesting to me too, that you said that brain power thing. And it just had me thinking, do you you think that's because of the exposure of the sun? Because I was talking about how the sun gives you energy and also how the sun, you know, can take the energy. But I mean, we know that we need the sun. You can't just be in pure darkness. Like, probably die or be really depressed if, <laughs> yeah, if yeah, not yeah. Oh, yeah. anything you know what I mean oh yeah depression for sure yeah you know what I mean? anything else <laughs> like, if, like if nothing you know what I mean you're gonna be sad exactly but is that why you like just off of you watching that do you think there's any correlation in that like I mean, the sun and how you operate as a human yeah bro I'm a I'm gonna say like um, solar panels you feel me they grab energy and stuff like that. I feel everything is, everything's separate, but at the end of the day, everything is one. Everything is a correlation with something else, like the moon and ocean and even us with the moon and just everything in general, right? <laughs> shit, this is another shit. We can keep this podcast going because there's some other shit I was thinking about too. So like, <laughs> so like, my nigga, so funny that you brought that up. So, so this is what I'm thinking, right? This, I'm going to put it all together. You just got to go around with me. You got to take this trip with me real quick. (laughs) Hopefully don't lose y'all. All All right. So everybody, one of the most sensitive spots on your body is your palms and the bottom of your feet. So the sun is basically life to everything. Yeah, I can kill, but at the end of the day, like when you look at the sun, you don't look at, you don't, you don't think death. You feel what I'm saying? No. Like you think life, like Absolutely. bam, right? Okay. You think death with so, darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that so so you think sun? That's that's positive. That's plus. That's life. More life. A. a. Um, okay, I'm already full circle. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> so so with those two, the Earth and the Sun being connected and everything like that, I feel because you're at the equator with your palms. I mean, with your palms and also the bottom of your feet, the closer that you are to that, I feel there's some type of connection. It's like batteries connecting or stuff like that. It's like you're just getting closer to that connection. So it boosts, it boosts up everything. Like it boosts up all that you can, all you can do because you're closer to the connection rather than being separate or 
for the further that you're away, the further that you're away from Absolutely. mother's your mother's love. You know what I mean? And it's like trying to get a television signal. The further you get from with the antenna, the yeah. harder it is to get that channel. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the more clarity that you have because you're with the equator, you're connected with the two connecting points. So that's why I'll say. Like, yeah, because your palms is, it's funny that you said that, antennas, you know what I mean? Or however you want to look at it. That's how, that's why I personally feel, yeah, answer your question. <laughs> hey, y'all can chime in in this, man. Like, what, what you, what you cool. feeling, we're, say? We're having all these conversations yeah, about the equator yeah. and about, <laughs> like, all this different stuff. And if the world had no borders, we could just go see about it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Real <laughs> shit. Because this is the thing, like, I was calling the motor vehicle department. Yeah. For reasons I don't want to specify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in doing so, what happens is while I'm sitting there on hold, they're talking about how they're going to start, like, when you go to do your check for your, to get on a flight, like, you only take, you can only get, like, a travel ID or a federal ID. Like, they're, like, restricting even more how hard it is to get out of the country, essentially. And that just that whole thing to think about to think about that it's they're making it harder to get out of the country. Like if there had no borders, like that's something that I agree with you on. Like it would be way easier. And I do feel like you could go out and adventure and explore and it would make it would like it would genuinely enhance the lives of everyone in that sense. Yeah. Yep. I just feel like at the end of the day. Once we're in that situation, because you're going to find your community, like you yeah, said, yeah, course, you're, yeah. eventually you're going to find your community. Yeah. But with every community, there's going to be another community that doesn't like it. And doesn't rock. And, it, yeah. like, and, and that's just an inevitable thing, though. Like, you can't, like, the only thing that you can do is just try to stay as peaceful as possible. But right. at the end of the day, I feel like the one thing that just that is just never going to change even though it would like i said it would enhance everyone's lives immensely including some of the more tedious things like passports and whatnot yeah yeah but i still feel like there's just going to be this aspect of people are going to try to divide themselves just because it's in their nature like and i feel like education could help with that (laughs) but at the end of the day it's just something that's in it's in the nature of people. I feel you. I think I think I'm with you on that, but I, I also think with the division with those communities of, you know, someone who's like, man, I don't like them because they're different than me. That exposure of being like around anyone and everyone because there was no restriction on who could be around you, I would hope, fingers crossed, I would hope that would make people more tolerant. Uh, of, understandable yeah because like i mean you're like if i live in one place and i see one type of person my whole life and then i the only idea of a of a community that i dislike that i see is not like physical and actual contact and exposure with that community it's just representations of that community which i find distasteful it's easier for me to disassociate and be like all that is bad. Therefore, everyone in that community is bad. When I can meet that person and be like, oh shit, you cool. But I don't like that shit y'all be doing. Like, let's say I don't like like hip hop or country music, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever culture I'm in. And I dislike that, but that culture is a big part of the other culture. Being around more of that, like maybe I still won't like it, but I'm not going to be intolerant. Again, hopefully. Because, I mean, you'll never know. And I right. thought that was interesting too with like catching a flight and being able to go everywhere 
around the world, man, because I think travel would enhance people's lives. Like, because then you could do that. You could find your community, like you're saying, Zay. Like, you could just be like, I, I'm really fucking with them Chinese folk over there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to China. That's and, me, man. General that's what I was right. getting, little, man. <laughs> I was gonna I need all there, of that. Right. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Orange chicken chow mein. Crab rangoon. All of it, bro. <laughs> Give them to me. Dumplings, all of it. Like, hey, bring it, bro. I'm eating chopsticks too, man. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, let's say I, I really like the Japanese culture and I was like, okay, I want to go over there. And and that's a community where I immerse myself in. Now I can just go there. And I think with, with not having those crazy border restrictions, I feel like it would be easier to pick everything up and start a new life. Now, I don't know how difficult that is. Because I haven't tried to like move to Japan or some crazy, you know what I mean? Like to leave everything behind and just be like, you know what I mean? I want to go wherever. Craziest thing I did was move from Indianapolis to Arizona. Word. Yeah. So when you came over here, bro, like how did it feel? Was it like difficult adjusting from being all that you were around back back there, back home? I definitely think there was an adjustment period. And mistakes were definitely made. That's inevitable. (laughs) Mistakes were made. There was an adjustment period. And, but the thing about it is, I feel like it's only going to enhance the person that I am moving forward because I feel like I've just been exposed to something that, like, you just can't get if you just stay at home and, you know, you don't venture out and at least try because. One thing I was thinking about is we talked about meeting at that hip-hop festival, right? Right. We don't have that in Indiana. They don't do hip-hop festivals in Indiana. Are you serious? Right. <laughs> basketball's a big thing. That's okay. where that's where we can, like, yeah, we can we can get with you at basketball. Right. But they don't do hip-hop festivals in Indiana. That's a country place. You know what I'm saying? You're getting country music mostly. <laughs> like, we've got our radio okay. stations, and yeah. you know what I mean? We get our concerts, <laughs> mm-hmm. but a lot of the artists, when they go on tour— there's people that understand that Indianapolis is a big enough market. You can make your money there. Right. But at the same time, a lot of major, major artists are not going to Indianapolis. Right past. They're going to Chicago, New York, L.A., Houston. Right. You know, the top markets. You know what I mean? They need the big dollars. So, you know, coming from Indianapolis, like when we were at the music festival, I, was, I just had to take a moment to literally just stop, look around and go, this is something I could have never done where I'm from. I could have never just met some people at an open mic, signed up for a festival, and you know what I mean? Just by selling some tickets and right. you know what I mean? Maybe even sliding them a little extra, you know, get no, this I spot don't. on the, <laughs> get this spot on this stage so we can rock it. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And as it's it's awesome. It's awesome to be able to like move out and experience that because like I said, that's just something I would not have gotten. I right. could have I could have maybe did my little shows here and there, but a full on mm-hmm. festival, that's not something I could have done. Right. Without yeah. being able to get out of my comfort zone and and really do it. So in 2020, I challenge you to get out of your comfort zone, people. <laughs> I had a question for you though, bro. What's up? <laughs> About that. Um with um with you moving out here and everything like that, and we're talking about the world not having borders and stuff, do you feel like, you know, because there's a lot of lost souls out here. Mm-hmm. You feel me? A lot of people just product of their environment when, you know, they should not be that product of that environment. Yeah. So do you, like, do you feel like 
more people will know themselves and there'd be less lost souls if there was no borders? Or do you feel like people would still be like in their comfort zone? I feel like that's a tough one because it'll be, like I said, it'll be easier for them to trap, you know what I mean? And move. Although, although yes, you can travel and you can find your community and like the opportunities that are more open for you. I feel like, like, like we talked about how when you have that border, that's like, you can't cross it, but you feel like the grass might be greener on the other side. And then when it's gone, you realize that once you go over there, it, that you might, there may be some shock and awe in the beginning, but if you stay there long enough, that, that shiny coat starts to rub off and, you know, you start to realize that at the end of the day, it's still life and you still, there's still obstacles. You're still going to run into challenges and things of that nature. So I just feel like at a certain point, it's more so about what you do with your time than where you can go. Just because, like, at the end of the day, you could travel the world, but if you don't do anything, you just, you know, you're just seeing things, then you, you might still feel like you haven't accomplished anything. And I think that's where it's important to express yourself. It's important to find things that, you know, feel like you're leaving an impact on society, even if it's just, you know, 10 people that you used to be friends with in high school, because that's how I feel my music is. I feel like I got about three friends that I knew in college and about six friends that I knew in, in high school. And they're the only people that ever listen to my music. Is that true? Maybe, maybe not. But at the end of the day, I know that if me making this music inspires my friends to get out and do something, inspires them to want to go make some music or form a band and go on tour, because they inspire me in the same way. You know what I mean? I think that's one thing where social media can help is that I can keep track of what my friends are doing. And even if they're not doing, you know, even if they're not on Beyonce level or, you know, you know what I'm saying? We're not touring the world yet. But to see my friends, you know, pack it up in a van and take it out to New York, take it out to New Orleans, rocking these funk shows. Shout out to Huckleberry Funk. Like, that's inspiring, man. That's really inspiring. Like, I just be like, yo, that makes me want to go that much harder. You know what I mean? That makes me want to eat these tracks that much harder. And I just feel like when you have, like, no borders, as much as, you know, it's great to see the world, you still got to find something that inspires you in order to really, truly fulfill what you're looking for. And that's real. I think that's super real, bro. Because what you said, I think that touched on that I really felt like you can see the world, but like you got to make that impact. It's got to be fulfilling to you what you're doing, you know? Absolutely. You know, impact however however you see fit. Like you said, maybe those 10 people, it may be 15 people, but that, I really, really like that domino effect, bro, that you brought on. Like seeing your homies come up, that makes you come up. Like you see how it's just... You know what I mean? It's just like, boom, one domino goes down, one domino goes down, and, and you just keep getting inspired. You keep going up and up. You keep just doing Absolutely. things. That inspiration, man, when when you make that impact, no matter who you make that impact to, you don't know how far it's going to go or where it's going to go or how long it's going to last. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I think that was what you're saying is so important for for all those lost souls, like you mentioned, because like you got you to gotta know 
what kind of impact do you want to make on, on the people around you? And then you can think about worldwide if that's the impact you want, you know what I mean? But the people around you who you want, you know that, that's important because it'll help you, you know, find some of that motivation that you didn't even know you needed, you know? It, it'll come at random. Maybe you'll just see it on, like you were saying, social media, Facebook pop up and you see, mm-hmm. damn, he really out here doing that. That's Absolutely. so tight. You know what I mean? You just, and then you reminisce and that makes you like that triggers something in your brain, man. And and if that doesn't trigger something in your heart, if you really like felt about that person some type of way or just felt about what they're doing, like, man, that's such a good accomplishment for them. Even like you said, if it's not like torn the world and accomplishments and accomplishment, you, know, you got to take that. Job, Absolutely. Man, no matter Absolutely. how it comes. So. Man, I just think that's so important. You you touched on a real tight point. I bro. made almost a dollar off my single, man. Eat, bro. Eating. That's hey. like one hot and spicy, hey, bro. Right. Hey, you exactly, keep me off of that. Off that one dollar. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's tight, bro. <laughs> We made about like 83 cents on the tape, bro, on the tribe tape. Hey. I feel you, man. Hey, look. You racking up them points, man. Hey, man. It's hey. Nice. But you just got to look with that, bro. Like, with the streaming platform, you know, like, hey, that's a blessing. You're able to make some type of money off of it. Absolutely. Then you can, like, try to put it into some type of perspective. Like, you know, you look at the um, analytics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, man, what if I had, like, 20 more? Like, how am I able to get 20 more to do this? I can make this much amount of money. My salary at work or my annual pay is this. You're able to calculate and see, like, you couldn't do that, like, back then. You know, before, I don't know, before the 2000s or whatever, before that, like the digital stuff came out. Like, now you're able to do that. Now you're able to analyze, like, yo, I, I got to get this many plays. This many plays mm-hmm. will basically cancel out my day job, my nine to five. Then Absolutely. I can go dummy in on it. You know exactly. what I mean? And so. then once you key in, the, the crazy thing about all the analytics and stuff is once you key in on, like, okay, now I'm at the point where I can, you know, afford to get out of here. Then I can look at my each of my markets and say, okay, I got a lot of people listening in Portland, Oregon. It's time to head out to Portland, Oregon and do a show. Yes, sir. Sign some autographs, sell some t-shirts. You know what I mean? Man, like fuck with your boy in Portland. Exactly. Like, like that's what I'm that. saying. Like you you can find those markets. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I got some, I got a producer out in Germany. You know what I mean? I've been yeah. trying to plot on a trip to Germany. I gotta get all my stuff together and get my passport and whatnot, but. I've been trying to plot on a trip to Germany for a long time because I I know I got good people out there I could stay with. We can make some music. We can do some shows. Like, you know what I mean? But it's about you just got to find those markets. And so this nigga Zay might fuck around and move to Germany. Like, I, you I ain't even coming know? back. There's a whole sideways real quick. You know what I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to touch on you talked about lost souls. I feel like that's why it's important when we lose some of our lost souls, like a Juice World, like a Mac Miller, before their time, it feels. I feel like it's important to relish in the fact that we got to give people our roses while they can smell them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, give them they soup while they sick. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. Even if it's 15 people that's listening and it's the same 15 people, it still feel good when you drop that new when you drop that new shit and they hit you up and they're like, yo, that's fire, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah. like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I got a homie CJ, man. We call him Barls. Bruh, he been supporting me for so long since he met me in college, man. Shout out CJ. 
And it's just like he it, that shit just like if it, it, it fills my soul, man, to know that you know at least somebody out there is getting some enjoyment and some fulfillment out of seeing me, you know, keep pushing and keep going. Cause it's times I'll be like, you know, what I'm saying, man, this ain't really. I'm I putting in a lot of effort to put these mixtapes together. I'm putting in a lot of effort, and it doesn't feel like I'm seeing the results. You know, I you, like like I said, we just now really truly seeing the results with getting on streaming services and whatnot. <laughs> And, you know, it's just like, but when you get that affirmation from from the homies, when you get that affirmation from anyone, really, it's just like, it's that it keeps you going, man. It keeps you inspired because, you know, I feel like we all have those moments where it's like, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're just not feeling it that day. Or you get home from work and you're just like, man, it's, 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 that was a tough one. You know, maybe even, you know what I'm saying, maybe even you had a good day at work, but then, you, you know what I'm saying, you got off work and... You realize, you know, things ain't exactly where you want them to be. You're like, man, that's tough. But, you know, I feel like when you get that inspiration, that positive affirmation from, you know, other people, it just, like, keeps everything going. And I've noticed that, like, people who tend to be, you know, good at giving that positive affirmation back, it tends to, it tends to, you tend to see them, you know, be able to network better and be able to, you know what I mean? They just, they take those strides more. I feel like me, I'm a little antisocial. So I haven't, you know what I mean, made it out truly to where I feel like I could be just because I'm a little antisocial. And I feel like that's where if I had access to more like video blogs and stuff, I feel like it could help because people could get to know me. But anyway, my point is that I feel like you got to be social and you got to be like the people that do give that positive affirmation back and forth. It tend You tend to see those people succeed. You know what I mean? The people that are willing to be gracious toward each other. And, and you know what I mean? Because it's like a everybody eats thing. Bro, I feel you 100%. You got to say something real quick? Guys? Yeah. Now I was just going to, you know, say the same, yo, that like it doubles back, man. When you show love, you get love. Absolutely. Simple. Yeah, bro. That's why, like, uh, you know, when we linked up first, you mm-hmm. feel me? Kind of like what you were saying in the in the way beginning of this pod. You're like, yeah, man, you get to link with people that look like you and shit like that. You feel mm-hmm. me? I'm like... It's a natural thing. Shit, my nigga black. I'm black <laughs> shit. I... <laughs> you feel me? Ain't a lot of us in this corporate building right now, bro. Mm-hmm. So we got to stay strong. So you feel me? Exactly. Linked up and everything like that. You feel me? Chopped it up a little bit. Went to go do my thing, then chopped it up again. I, that's why I figured out you did meals. I'm like, my nigga, like, let me hear. You know what I mean? So, shit. I started, I listened, bro. And, you know, I came to you a little bit later. I'm like, man, this shit fire right here. Listen to some more. Listen to other things. You know, I let you know, like, which ones I was, I was really rocking with. You feel me? And that oh. day, I took home. Um, then I shared it, too. You feel me? On Instagram and everything like that. First time I even... I'm heard of anything like that. And I'm not just doing it just to do it because my nigga, I didn't really know you like that. So I ain't doing it off of like we friends and shit. It's doing I'm doing because I really, I really like the song. Appreciate you feel that. me? And I think it kind of just ties back with everything, bro. It's kind of like that song that you had, um, I think searching for answers or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, the answer. And bro, that shit go hard as fuck, man. I was just like, I was the search, actually. Actually, the, the answer search? is a sequel. I'm sorry. The search was the one. The one where it's like searching for the bro, answer you, is this song I've been plotting on for years that oh, I just have not put out. I think I might put it out coming up. This oh, like word, after, word. After I put out the one that I'm yeah, working yeah. on now, I think I might put that. The song search, out. bro. That but shit. Anyway, 
go hard. And I resonate to that. You feel me? Like, just trying to find these answers, bro, like on some real shit. But um, giving support, bro, and just giving it out. Because I know, like, statistically, and this is facts, bro, like, kind of like what you're saying, like, you tend to succeed more when you give more. And people feel like, I'm not going to say everybody, but some people feel like the rich are stingy and shit. Yeah, you have them stingy niggas. You got stingy broke niggas too. Yeah. That's not even willing to give you a fry out of like 50 fries from McDonald's that they got in a large. You, you feel yeah. me? They won't even give you one fry. So you can always have them stingy people, greedy Absolutely. people. You Like no matter what, no matter where you at, what community, anywhere, you always got those That's people. Yeah, it don't, it don't matter. So of course, I have the rich, they can have it too. But mm-hmm. the thing that distinguishes the rich from the poor, they give more. And it's not that they give more like abundance amount, like money-wise, like the amount of money. It's more like to statistically like the people. Like they they um average out the people, how many people that that gave generously. Mm-hmm. And the rich people give more. And that's kind of like what you're saying. They tend to succeed more when you give more. Like with me, like man, like it's just from my heart. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. I I love giving. You feel me? I don't I used to give it more to the point like. I'll break my back for like random ass niggas, not random ass niggas, but like, you know, like people that I didn't, I don't really know their full intentions. Like, right. is we really going to rock like that? You know what I mean? Like right. we really Same went through some me. shit. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't know that. And I would still do it until, you know, you, you live and learn. But now like I, I, I give it, you know what I mean? And I, I don't expect anything back. You feel me? Like I didn't expect like, with you, I didn't expect you to, you know what I mean, like, support me or anything like that. Because I was, like, right after, I was like, hey, you should check my shit out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that. It was all out of love. And I personally feel like whenever people do give, and I see it, too, when you give, like, no matter, like, what it is. And me and my cousin was talking about this, like, super long time ago. I was like, man, like, you know what I mean? Give a couple compliments today. Absolutely. And me, I try to give compliments to anybody. If I, if I see the shit fly, like, even on, even on a dude... Like, I don't know why, I think it's an ego thing or men in general just don't like giving comments to other niggas. Like, it, I think it's more along the lines of the no homo culture and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stuff, it is. But, you know, yeah, but, but, we got to get past that. Yeah. Like, you got to get past it. Even shit, even if you want to tie it to it and just say it right after, like, hey, no homo. You know what I mean? Like, it's still a company at the end of the day. But most niggas, they'll, in their mind, they think like your shoes just fly or your whole outfit or whatever and just be like, Man, that nigga fly and Yo, just and see, don't say nothing. See, but I grew up around, we used to, we used to do that all the time. Though. I grew up around when you, you you popped out, you fresh, bro. We gonna let you know. <laughs> hey, nah, this the one. This, <laughs> hey, this, this the one, bro. You got it. <laughs> well, that's one more often. <laughs> you feel me? You will bag the hoes with this. But it's but it's crazy though, because you talked about how like genuine love and like, you know what I mean? But you you have no idea, like. At that time when you gave me, like, you honestly were part, like, of the inspiration to make this project, like, to get to this point. Because, like, I was working on some other, like, kind of, like, side project type stuff at the time. And I was just kind of, like, you know, like, BSing, if I'm going to keep it honest. Like, I was just kind of BSing. Like, you know what I mean? I was getting used to, you know, I wasn't, like, new, new at that time. Because, like, you, obviously, you came in after I did. But it was, like... You know what I mean? I was still like, I was still getting adjusted. I was, I think I had just moved out of my uncle's crib and all that type of stuff. So it was like, I was still sort of getting adjusted to everything. Because matter of fact, that's exactly what it was before I went permanent. 
like right after I went permanent, like the same around the same time, is when I moved out. So it was like, you know what I mean? So like all I was really just getting through all this drama and stuff that was going on in my life that I had to, you know, get myself in my own space and get my head right. And then at around that time was when you came along and you you, you was like showing me so much love on the on the music stuff, on songs that I wasn't even expecting. Like the search is one of the songs that's got like one of the fewer amounts of plays on my on my uh SoundCloud. And so I wasn't even expecting that. You know what I mean? I'm expecting the ones that, you know what I'm saying, some of the other guys is automatically, you know what I'm saying, rambling off. And you gave me love on a song that I kind of just threw out there. And I was like, yo, like, if he's rocking with it and, like, I got to stop just throwing songs out here and I got to really focus. You know what I mean? And, like, then I did a show on my birthday and I didn't plan it well, which I'm working on another show that, is going to be on January 25th. So let me throw that in here in case this comes out before January 25th. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I was working on a show and I didn't really plan it well. And, you know, but it was on my birthday. So at the last minute, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I went out there and they had me go on first. And like my friends hadn't even made, my friend hadn't even made it there yet. And like, it was a moment where I like, I had like, basically I was just playing to an empty room. It was me and the sound girl. <laughs> And that was it. And I was yeah, doing yeah. some new music and, you know, so little old stuff. And at that moment was when I realized, I'm like, I got to stop BSing. I got to go. I'm 24 years old. Like, it's time to go Mamba mode. Like, you know what I mean? We were striving for greatness, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. sometimes striving ain't it. You yeah. got to go Mamba mode and you got to go get it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so after that was when it was like, okay, let's really lock in. You know what I mean? I went, my homie, when he finally got there, I was like, you know, I appreciate you getting here. Let's just go to the studio, bro. Let's not even waste time. Like, I'm out of here. Let's go. And we started working on this project. And like, now that we're here and it's like, it all kind of came full circle. It's like, I appreciate you again, showing me love, bringing me on the podcast. This podcast is one of the things that get me through work. Like I said, we talked, we (laughs) talked earlier about, You know, how getting through work, sometimes you got to, you know, keep it stimulated because those monotonous tasks can get, can bog you down. But, (laughs) you know, this is one of those things that like I can, exactly, I can put this on and, you know, it'll stimulate something up here, you know, to keep me sharp between the eyes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I appreciate you bringing me on here, man, because it's, you know, it's it's a blessing to be on here. Like, Like, in all honesty, like, you never really know you know, like, like I said, people grow together, you know, as this podcast gets, you know, more view, more listeners then you know, there's a possibility as my music could get more listeners or vice versa. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm, I'm going to see, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be sharing this like, hey, you know, I'm on the podcast. Go check it out. I'm going to be dropping some gems about the music and we're going to be on some good stuff. So, yeah. you know, check it out. And, you know, we're going to bring some people here and bring some people there. And we all going to build. That's the plan. Bro, yeah, can't, hey, can't even say anything better. But no, nah, I, I appreciate you, you know, sure. coming here. And shoot, I didn't even know, like, my words even did that for you and helped you out. You feel oh, me? Absolutely. So uh, that that's cool to even hear. You feel me? Because, like, cuz know me and everything like that. Like, nigga, I'm just a person that just give love and support. And one thing about me, it's like, I'm going to give this to you. You feel me? Like, I'm talking about, like, the compliment. If I'm rocking with it, I'm rocking with it. If I'm not, like, I'm not. And I can boost your head or lie to you about it. And from this point on, like, it's from 
it's for you to understand, like Drake started with one listener. You know what I mean? I was really rocking with his shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like everybody, everybody got to start somewhere. So it's like a random ass, like he probably had like a nigga coming to his gas, a get random gas station. Like you Drake. This is like way back then. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, I'm really rocking with your shit, bro. It got me through this or, you know, it did this for me or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And Drake probably went back to his car like, dang. And that person probably gave Drake the motivation to really do the shit. And now it's because it's, it's like this, man. I personally feel we like as humans, even without the borders or even with borders, whatever that it is, bro, we are more similar than we have differences. Absolutely. You feel me? So I'm saying if Drake is able to sell out arenas, he started with one listener, my nigga. He started with one. He didn't pack out the arena out of nowhere. Exactly. Same thing with like anybody, Michael Jackson, Prince, Bob Marley, any of them. Bro, it was, it was like. His first song did not go platinum. You, you feel what I'm <laughs> saying? Bro, like not I had to close. go back and find all of that stuff after he started going <laughs> you, platinum. You feel me? Cause, <laughs> and that's the thing. The mm-hmm. Bro, we're more closer than we are. Di- than we have differences. So it's like that one random person that's like, man, your shit go hard. Best believe there's millions of people that think the same shit. The only thing, the only reason why the million people ain't say shit to you and you don't got a line outside your venue or you ain't selling out venues because you didn't get it in their fucking ear. You didn't get it to their face. You oh, feel me? Funny. That's the same thing with art or this podcast or whatever that it is. I be telling my cuz, like, bro, we got to flood the streets, bro. We got to flood this motherfucker. That's why I got a plan. You, you feel me? Like, bro, you got you to gotta put it in their face because if you, if you don't, and if you're not consistent, then it's like, the, then the gap from your goal just becomes more wider. The, the, the least inconsistent that you are. Absolutely. The more consistent that you are, I feel like you close the gap even more and more. And it's not for us or you or anybody to know when that gap is going to close and that snap is going to happen. But that's hey. just that's just the drive that you gotta have. You hey, gotta I, you gotta have. Go I got a thing though. Yeah, I've always when I since I was a kid, you know, I'm a basketball fan. All Star Weekend, it's big for basketball, but it's just big in general. Everybody's gonna be in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted it to be in my hometown, Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, this year it's in Chicago, 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> Where this nigga just got so, the shit. If yeah, you yeah. can make it to All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis, yeah. Indiana in 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like something special. Something special? Might just be cooking up. <laughs> that's <laughs> good, bro. There, bro. Hey, that's, you know, shit. I mean, that's that's the move, man. You have the plan and you be diligent at it and you work hard as fuck at it, man. And the shit gonna happen. All you need is one person to like your shit and you're gonna be good. Like with us, like starting the podcast, man, like I know how the shit gonna go. I know me and my cuz, like, we had these conversations already about some random ass shit, random ass topics, and we always felt like it added to our lives, you know? Even though we gonna see each other again, but since that conversation, we feel like we just, like, leveled up, you feel me? Yeah. So, like, I feel, and we said this before, we we feel like other people can benefit it just how we've benefited from it. And then again, get other people's perspective as well. We, um, we had another person on the topics that we have, try to get a different perspective. You feel me? And see where it goes from there. But yeah, man, basically what I'm saying, like kind of like take a full circle on the shit, man. Like the more love you give, man, the more you going to get, bro. It's just, it's just going to happen. Like it's just like what the podcast is doing, like really, really good. And I personally feel it's because like the love that we give Absolutely. out into the world. You feel Absolutely. me? Like to whoever it is, it can be like a person that you always know. But sometimes it's like somebody that 
you at work or whatever, and like somebody like just seems like they off, like the energy's off. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. Like you just don't know like what a compliment will do Absolutely. for somebody or a hi, how you doing? Like you just don't know. And most of the time, like us, especially with this, um, I think this kind of fucked it up too with social media and shit. This kind of like a bad part on it. People reach out to you through there before they do it in person. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But like some stuff cannot be communicated through technology. Absolutely. It got to be like a human body face-to-face type of interaction. But it's crazy because you can still like, you can still tell to a degree when the vibe is right though. Cause like when I was working on this project and I needed a feature and we got this girl Sedona to come in and, and, and sing on the track. Like, yo, when I tell you like the whole time, like she was just a genuine person. Like they just wanted, like I was showing love to her cause she had like her videos on Instagram, like just singing. And I was like, yo, your voice is like really amazing. And she's like, thank you. Da, 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 da. And then we brought her in and it was just like, you know what I mean? It wasn't even, it felt like, you know, it was just meant to be. Like, it was just one of those things where, like, we just was going. Like, nobody, there was no awkwardness. There was no, you know what I mean? There was no, it didn't feel like there was any sort of border that we had to get past. It was just like, you know, two artists that just got it. You know, she worked, she wrote her own music and, you know, performed her own stuff. I write my own music and perform my own stuff. We're just at two different points, but we found an even, we found an even point where we could come together and work on something special for this project. And, you know, it's just, that just, I feel like it just happens. Like when you, when you run into genuine people, you just know. And it just, te- it, it usually tends to work out because when you run into those genuine people, then you find out that they have a genuine way of expressing themselves. And it usually, we can find ways to collaborate those gifts and, you know, make it work for the benefit of everybody. Right, right, I'm with you, Zay. Right, wise words, bro. And man, just off of what you were saying, cuz, you know, just gotta show love. You know, you get it back. Man, what were you saying? What was that last part? Because I, I had something tied into that real smooth. You're talking about um, you don't know how far it's gonna go. Yeah, like, like a like a word, like when you say oh, when yeah, you give no, a compliment, I, I you don't know how, you. how much it means to somebody else. All right, I remember now, sorry. Talking about that, you said some things can't be communicated through social media, and I agree with you wholeheartedly, or at least through technology were your words. Um, you said social media kind of messed it up like that. And that's Zay, technology, nigga. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, word. I'm saying you're saying social media messed up so we can reach out through someone through oh, technology. Okay, 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 yeah, Feel yeah, me? Got you. And then Zay was saying he linked up with that girl Sedona, you know what I mean, showing love on her Instagram videos, and then they met in person and have, you know what I mean, created magic. So I think, man, like, you just got to use your tools right. Like, we're all given a tool, like, you know what I mean, a toolbox, and you got to figure out how to utilize it to your maximum potential. That social media is used in a way where, you know, it, it wasn't the, the communication, but it facilitated a communication Absolutely. to get you to that, you know what I mean, that magic point, that moment of actual, you know what I mean, interconnection where you were able to meet with someone and then just, Make it happen. I think, man, we could do that throughout the world just by, you know what I mean, lowering these guards that we have upon ourselves, trying to say, like, you know, being being not anti, being antisocial, being like, I don't want to talk to people or I don't want to compliment this nigga or I don't want to compliment them. Like, I want to stay in my own little bubble. Like, we can make so much more of an impact 
with just reaching out in any ways and you don't know how it's going to manifest because, you know what I mean, you just showing love, just manifest in a way where, you know what I mean, magic happened. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You didn't know how good the song was going to be until you made the song, you know, Absolutely, but you knew yeah. you wanted to get to that point. And exactly. that that's the first step, man. We all got to be willing to make that first step. And I think with that, we just learned so much not only about ourselves, but about each other. And that that teaches us tolerance. That teaches us patience. That teaches us empathy. At Like, you know, we just, we grow. We get so much more. And it's just, it's just better. Like, it's just, I think it's just better, man. Like, you got to have all the interactions that you can. And even if it's a negative one, look back on it and be like, why was that negative? What did I dislike about it? Even a positive one, man. What did I really like about that? Reflect and, and take those interactions and and you know what I mean the meetups that you have not for granted but as individual moments of growth that's what I think you said some fire shit man so we gotta give you that fire man that shit was facts bro that shit was honestly facts what's a see I'm gonna ask you a personal question man when's a I guess a day or so you're having like a, a bad day and someone's words change your life, man, or change your day that day. Man, having a bad day and someone's words change my life. I feel like... Or just change your day. It just changes or, or, day yeah, or it can be change your life, whatever. You know what I mean? However you want to look at it. Change your perspective on that day and there's a positive after that. I think there's, I think there's a possibility for that every day, in all honesty. And sometimes it happens in expected ways, like... Sometimes you're expecting good news. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm fly today, nigga. I know I'm getting some compliments. <laughs> and I'm and not even like that, like but that? also like Where? in the sense of like, you know, maybe you've been you've been planning on something for a long time and this is the day it's supposed to come together, you know? Much like a release date for a mixtape, things of that nature. Like, you know, when you sometimes the the positive can come from things that are planned and sometimes they can come from things that are unplanned things that are like you said compliments and you know things that you know what I'm saying maybe you didn't plan for it. maybe you know you check your bank account and you got a little more money than you thought you did yeah. you know sometimes things are unplanned so I feel like that's just like nature I feel you nigga but you went you went so like general with the shit I said like a personal shit nigga like when did when you went through some shit bro Man, it's, I'm, I, I, you know what? This is one of those like interview questions that I suck at. Anytime they tell you to pinpoint a specific time, I suck at that. My memory is so terrible. I feel you, bro. Like, in all honesty, like, we was just talking about a moment just like that, in all honesty, because it's like we were talking about how, you know, you know, I was just, you know, going through the monotonous day of work. And then, we met and I, yeah. showed you, I showed you my music and you really fucked with it and that yeah. just inspired me to to go on and write. But I really suck at those, man. Like <laughs> I, when when people in interviews ask me those type of questions, I oh I hate it. Um, <laughs> shoot, one time for me where you said someone's words changed uh, my day or my life. I was trying to think of examples that were like. Like, not a part of my family, because I'm really, like, I get yeah, really, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, just chopping it up with my fam. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just want to shout out my pops, bro. It was just this, I think it was my sophomore year. My sophomore year of college. Man, that shit was hard. It was, like, so hard for me. Like, 
I was doing it. I was making it through. You know what I mean? But like, wasn't easy. It wasn't easy, and I didn't feel good. You know what I mean? You <laughs> yeah. know, you know when you're supposed to do something like you were saying that like expected release day, you get that ah oh, relief tension. Mm-hmm. No relief tension, bro. <laughs> it was just like oh god, it's over. <laughs> oh man, I feel awful. Let me just <laughs> hibernate for like weeks, bro. It was it was bad, man. But it was it like that was I feel like that for a while uh, during those year, uh, that year, and it was just one specific time, yo. Like I just went. And I just felt like, I was like, bro, like, I don't know what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Like, and nothing made sense. It felt like one of those, like, midlife crisis type things. Like, it, it was more like existential dread. Like, nothing felt like it mattered. It was like, damn, bro, this is whack. So I, I went to my pops and, like, really on some regular convo stuff. Like, I was just like, hey, pops, how you doing? How you, you know what I mean? Just chopping it up, trying to see how he was, how his week was. I hadn't seen him the whole week. I was just recapping with him. And, you know, as we were talking, we started getting more deep and he started to talk to me about like, he just said how much he was like proud of me. Like he was just like, I'm proud of you. And like, he didn't even know, like, cause I didn't tell him how difficult and how hard all this was. And that shit changed my whole perspective. Cause I was looking at all the negative. Like I was like, man, this is hard. I feel bad. And I didn't like that. I had to do it. And I didn't like doing it. Right. Nothing was good about it, but <laughs> Him saying, yo, I'm proud of you, that all of that flipped up because it was like, man, how can I look at this situation and and be so subjective about it and only see negative and he just sees me accomplish it and he's proud. Mm. Like that feeling he has for something I did should be a feeling I should have for myself. It was just that like realization, like he said it, but I was proud of me. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, I'm proud of you. And I was like, you know what, nigga? I'm proud of me, too. Like, I did that shit. <laughs> right. It was hard as hell. I right? did that shit. And, like, man, I don't even think I told him that. Like, I, I thanked him, of course. I gave him a hug. I was like, I love you, Pops. But, like, that's just something I kept to myself, man. Because, you know, it's something that I felt. And it was one of those unexpected things, like you said, Zay, where it's just like, he said the right thing. And he didn't even know he said it. It just, boom. It changed. It changed my whole perspective. And made going through it, like, I didn't just get through it like I did it. You know what I mean? Like, getting through it, it sounds like such a struggle. And, like, you know, it was hard to do or, you know, you barely did it. Like, I, I did that shit. I didn't get through it. I accomplished it. Completed right. it. Dunzo. Finito. Like, Mission all complete. That, you know what I mean? Mission <laughs> complete, bro. Touch base at mm, Houston, no problems. Like, all that shit, bro. <laughs> it was just cool. That, that was one of my times, though. Thanks, Pops. I love you. Hey, man. Yeah, hey, that was dope, bro. And, you know, definitely knowing him, he gave me some really good words too, you feel me? But yeah, sure. you feel me? I'm not I'm not gonna use dude. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use a not a stranger, but someone that just I, I used to work at Wells Fargo Bank, like actual bank, and used to be a teller. There's this one customer I used to come, man. Her name was Susie. In the beginning, bro, I didn't even know her name. Like we had like we grew a bond. I was like, damn, what the fuck's her name, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? I didn't want to ask her. I'd be disrespectful because, like, I know she gave know it to that, me. I know she gave it to me. You feel me? Then we grew this bond. You know, it's all good vibes. You feel right, me? You Every time ru- she come you in. You don't want to ruin it. Yeah, I'm just like, bags. <laughs> that ain't me. I can't. I can't. I was like, bro. Somehow, somewhere, the opportunity is going to come. Like, her ID is going to slip. Something's going to happen because right. she... she, she she used to come in because she was a 
um, property property management company. So she used to come in with depositing checks into other people's bank accounts for like their houses that they ran out and shit like that. What? So it's not like she opened her like her shit and I could see it all the time. Right. So she used to just drop the shit off and she just talks to me like, hey, Justin, everything like that. The crazy thing about the thing that how we got connected was my last name. And when she seen it and she was like, oh, snap, like, like, how do you say it? Like, what is it? I'm like, man, it's um, it's French. And she was like, how do you say it? And she did not say it. And uh, so it's funny. So like, that's like kind of like the first vibe we got. And then kind of just grew from there and shit like that. Then we just got it. But anyways, shout out to Susie real quick. I'm going to tell a story. So I was, I was going through it and I was just having like a, like the top of this year, bro. Like, and I spoke the shit into existence. And that's how like, I know like the tongue is powerful. Like what you say, that shit can really manifest. Mm-hmm. So some real shit, bro. Mm-hmm. The beginning of this year, nigga, the first day, and I remember this shit because I was on my balcony, and for some reason, I felt it in my heart, and I said it out loud. I said, this year is going to be a fighting year. It's going to be hard. I'm going to fight for this. I'm going to fight for that. I'm going to fight for this. What the fuck happened? Nigga, I was fighting for my life, nigga. Like, I was fighting for, nigga, sanity, bro, depression, bro. Like, I was fighting, bro, real shit, and everything was just, like, collapsing, I personally feel. But basically, I was going through the shit. Other people helped me out as well, but this one is like outside of family because that was kind of like a given, you feel me? So outside of family, this girl, she came in and like she was leaving the bank because she was going to her clients that she was depositing the money. I, I knew her name by this time, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I knew her name by this time. So she was leaving. She was like leaving to another bank that's closer to, no, she was moving offices and the offices, the office that she was moving, her and her, her, and her husband was closer to a Wells Fargo bank. Not, not mine anymore. So that's why she was moving. It was like her last day she was leaving. And I was in the back and I was, I was on my lunch break and I was eating. And one of, one of like my coworkers came like, hey, somebody's out here for you. And I was like, oh, word, I right. So I'm kind of thinking like I did something wrong to a customer <laughs> shit. So I'm like, what this nigga want? You feel me? Right. I ain't even in the mood for this oh, shit, bro. And I'm on my lunch break. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> hanging baby. What's like, going on? Yo. Oh, man. Came out, get a fight, whatever. I walked through a door, whatever. And it's her. It's like, Justin. Now I was like, hey, like, her smile, you feel me? Like, lit me up. But I'm still mm-hmm. going through the shit. She ain't saying nothing really yet. And she was like, you know, it's my last day coming here. You know, I want to make sure I say bye to you. You know, like, your smile is just amazing and stuff like that. Every time I came, you always treat me with respect. Like, you know, I appreciate it and everything. I was like, yo, you're welcome. Still ain't changed my mood. I was still going through the shit, right? She was like, we got to keep in contact, you know, like, let's exchange contact information. Really, I wasn't really trying to do the shit. Because, like, I was going through some shit. She was a cool person. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, eh. You know what I mean? So I was like, I don't know. So then she was like, I don't got I don't got business card on me. Like, let me go get business card. I'm like, oh, where'd I? I was like, my nigga, I'm just trying to eat. You feel me? She's like, walk with me outside. I was like, all right. So I walk with her outside. She's an older lady. I walk with her outside, not like crippled or anything, like like 40 or something like that. Or 50. What? And she had she had bread because she had like a one of them BMW X6s or 6X or whatever. One of them joints. New. So she's fly. And um, she goes to her car. She's like, oh, never mind. Just just take down my um, cell phone number. I was like, word. All right. So I took it down on some common shit. About to leave and shit. She's like, I got to tell you something. And I was like, what's that? She's like, you're going to be something. Like, your, your mind is so past this building right here. You're destined for greatness. Everything that we ever talked about, I just know your mind is just like so far past this. And I felt because you was in that box, 
because like we had like the bulletproof glass and shit. You know, mm-hmm. couldn't get robbed, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So she called the shit a box. Like, ever since using that box, it looked like it was trapping your mind. Your mind's just like fiending just to get out of this box. Like mm-hmm. times I saw you, you was reading a book. Your your smile is, you know, amazing. Your personality, just everything's so great. I just know you can go far in life. She's like, whatever that you're going through right now, for some reason, she knew I was going through some shit. Right. And she's like, whatever that you're going through right now, just know it cannot defeat you. It's not going to defeat you because I know who you are. And the only thing, and she's like, the only person I can defeat you is you. So whatever that you're going through, smile through it. It might be some bullshit, but you're strong enough. So I know exactly what it is. If it's family, I know it's tough, but you'll get through it. If it's you searching for yourself, trying to find yourself, you're going through some type of depression at the moment, you'll get through it. If it's um, a girlfriend, you'll get through it. If you lost something that you really like, you'll get through it because God's going to bless with something even something you didn't expect. That's going to be better than the thing that you let go that you liked. So I just know you're going to be somebody. Don't quit. Don't give up on yourself. And how she's talking like, we knew each other for so fucking long. Like, we went on lunch dates and we just chilled and, like, she knows me. But she only used to come in there, like, our interaction probably, like, 10 minutes, 15-minute interactions because she had a lot of deposits. And we'll talk, you know what I mean? It would not be, like, nothing deep, like, when I was eight years old, you feel me? I had a bike and I crashed. It wasn't no shit like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was no life stories. It was, like, you know, some surface. Yeah, some surface shit. From that alone, she just told me that shit. And she's like, you know what I mean? She was like, you're so more than this building. And nigga, I was going through some shit, some depression. You know what I mean? Like, didn't want to leave the fucking house. Didn't want to get dressed. Didn't want to do shit. She came and she just changed that whole shit, man. Uh, For a female to tell me that was great. And another thing to add on it, man, I don't like to throw the shit on there, but it's kind of with the borders and communities and shit like that. She was a white woman that was successful. Older white woman. And she had money. You feel me? She looked good, like, on, on some real shit. I would hit, like, now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, like, uh, I'm so freaking serious, bro. And, you know, like, she looked, like, everything played in her favor. And us being us, well, us being black people, don't, especially black men, it don't play in our favor in this Not world. Really. You feel what I'm saying? So for her being successful as she is and, you know, all the accolades and everything that she got, credentials and stuff that she's just born with, to get it from that was just was just really, really dope, bro. Like, really, really dope. She didn't look at me like a hoodlum or anything like that. Like a person that's, that's trying to finesse the system. I just got this job off a of freaking a whim. You know what I mean? Just a random shit. Like, she's like, he really got this job and because of his mind. She only, she looked at me for that. And that's what she really gave me the compliments on. You feel me? Absolutely. And at the same time, realized that you had a mind that could take you even further than that. That's amazing. Yeah, bro. So, hey, shout out to Susie, man. I do got texts her too. Like, cause she always said, don't, don't lose my number. Make sure you, like, she was like serious about the shit. Like, don't forget for real. I know you're going to be big one day. And when you're big, I'm going to be glad to say that I, I know you. And she was just dope, bro. I'm just like, what the? Bro, she told me that. I was like, I don't even got to eat no more, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm full. Yo, right? them words fooled me, filled me up. Didn't just fill my my physical body. Didn't even fill my soul. You feel me? Because I was going through the shit, man. Filled you up like Thanksgiving dinner, huh? 
Bruh, <laughs> you feel me? <sighs> I do got to say something, bro. Like, I actually got a... It's crazy that we kind of talking about spilling depression now and going through shit. Jim Carrey said this shit. I want to know how you guys feel about it, man. Then, shoot, we can kind of close it out after this. Um, Jim Carrey said this, man. Jim Carrey said that depression is your avatar. Avatar could be your soul, however you want to look at it. Your avatar telling you it is tired of being the character you're trying to play. We took it to you first. Zay on the other one. We're going to take it to Sam on this one first. I think it's interesting. Coming from Jim Carrey, I can see where the character and, and avatar stuff comes from. He gets into a lot of rules, so I can see how maybe that can affect mental state. For me, though, if I can talk from like a personal, it, it kind of aligns because whenever I like did feel depressed, like it didn't feel normal, it, like it, normal as like, not like it felt weird to be depressed, but like normal as far as like, I don't normally feel like this. And it was a very, like, I, I could tell that it was a change, you know? It, it was very obvious that I was not feeling the same. Couldn't pinpoint it, maybe, you know what I mean? I couldn't say what was different, but... Did you feel like a shell of yourself? Yeah, I just felt like all the things that... Because it kind of, like, turned everything off. Like, instead of being like, I like this. This stimulates my mind. This makes me engaged. This brings me enjoyment all of those knobs got turned off. And it was like, now none of this stuff does it. And so it was kind of like, all right, reinvent yourself and try to find a whole bunch of different things that would make you feel this way since these things aren't. Or figure out what the, f like, why you don't like these things anymore, you know? And mm -hmm. I can see that sort of aligning because it's like all that shit that was before when I was out of my depressive state came back. Not all in full and not in the same degree, but like, Nigga, when I was depressed, I was not playing games or watching anime. I stopped being depressed and I was playing games and watching anime. You know, those things about me stayed because that's who I am. But I don't, depression was just like, it, I feel like depression was telling me that I don't like these things. Depression wasn't telling me that it was tired of not liking things. It was just telling me, you don't like these things. And I didn't know why. Like, it, it felt like, like a mindset had completely changed. So all those things were just like, nah. So like, I, I understand it, but I, I don't know how much it relates to how I went through like my depressive episode or moment in time. But I can definitely feel it. Like it definitely, I definitely wasn't myself. You know what I mean? I definitely was playing a character and the character was depressed. And he was not like Samuel, or at least how Samuel was before he was depressed. And then when Samuel was not depressed, you know, Samuel got back to doing what Samuel does. And a lot of that changes because I'm an ever a growing, evolving person. Like I'm not stagnant. My interests change. What I do changes X, Y, Z. But some of those constant things, like they definitely came back. And that character was telling me like, nah, this shit whack or everything's whack. Definitely shut the hell up. And started enjoying things again. Yo, I definitely feel that. When I think about that, I think about how I agree with it to a degree. And I feel like part of it is because I am an artist. And like, when I talk about like video blogs and all that kind of stuff, it does sort of feel like you kind of have to play this role 
you kind of have to play it up. It's like, you know, you're trying to sell them on yourself almost. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like how Kendrick Lamar says, the hardest thing is to, to have you get to know me within 16 bars. You know what I mean? You're kind of trying to play <laughs> up. Dang, like, that's so fine. You're kind of trying to play up to like, you know what I'm saying? So that they can get to know who you are. And so I do feel like to a degree, it feels like that. But usually when I'm really going through it and I'm really like, you know what I'm saying, having to deal with it as far as like depression and whatnot, I feel like for me, it's mostly, it's mostly like you said, something isn't doing it anymore. And it's like, it's basically a a, a call for change, you know, like, because anytime you're doing something new, there's always so much can change. There's so many variables. You don't really know what to expect. So it's stimulating, you know, you, you, you get something out of it at first, but then once it becomes like, a, okay, I've been doing the same thing every day. And it's like, eventually you, ha- you feel like you have to find something else. So I do agree with you on that sense of like, it just feels like you come to a point where you've got to find something new that'll, or either something new, or you've got to be able to rekindle that thing that made you passionate about it, you know? So I feel like I do agree that depression does sometimes feel like your soul kind of trying to tell you, hey, this, what we're doing isn't, it isn't enough. You know, we need something more. But I also feel like, like you said, you can find new meaning in the same thing, depending on, you know, how you slice it. Like I'm still making music, but I can make different types of music. You know, my last project isn't the same as my next project is going to be. My last project was very much a, you know, I've been going through it. Let me get this off my chest. It was only four songs and it was very much, you know, on some chill. Just like, I just got to get some stuff off my chest. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But, you know, this is just what I got to, I got to say this right now. You know, I've been, I've been plotting on these words for a minute. I got to get this off my chest because I've been going through it. But now I'm kind of starting to, I'm still trying to give you some of that. I'm also trying to give you more, you know, some of the, you know, more turn up, you know, more, you know, something that's more playful and things of that nature. And so I feel like sometimes you can, when you, when you feel like you're going through it and you feel like you're being depressed, like sometimes it's about just finding a way to not necessarily change everything, but just reinvent the wheel, so to speak. I like the way that you broke that down. Do some fire, man. I'm a I'ma say like I can agree with Jim Carrey on that because like I know people that like I know them. Like, bro, like this is this is not you. You feel me? And like they put it on for so long that they're running from something. And I read this in a book and it says this stuff so clearly, and this shit made so much sense. The only thing in life you can't run away from is yourself. It's going to be with you. It's going to be like fully with you. You can't run from it. I think the more that you run away from it and the more you start getting tired, like he, like Jim Carrey was saying, the harder that motherfucker going to hit you. The more that you don't run away from it and you try to seek answers and try to get beyond the self-borders that you built up, you know, the less I feel like the more happy you are in life and the less, depress- less depression... Um, occurs in your lifetime. 
Like with me, the time that I faced is like definitely nigga when I was acting out of character. Like I know myself. Like nigga, like I, I'm not like stroking my ego or nothing like that. But like I feel like like with my peers, like I feel like I know myself more than they know themselves. Like I'm on like kind of like on a different level because I've been searching for answers a long time and I don't run away from the shit. Mm-hmm. So I know myself a lot. Like I, like when I'm like getting a date a female or something like that. Like I let let them know what the fuck is going on. Like, hey, bro, you gonna do something wrong that's gonna piss me off, and I'm gonna do something wrong that pisses you off. But the thing is, tell me what pisses you off when the shit happens. Because mm-hmm. the longer that you hold it on or something like that, then you tell me later on. I'm going to be more upset rather than if you just would have told me just straight up like, hey, this is what it is. I'm like, Snip it at the bud. Well, yeah, just just get it. You know what I mean? Rather than hold it because it's just going to be more. But anyways, I know myself like on that level. So I'll let them know that rather than like, let's just go with the motion, go with the flow and the shit happen. Then it's something else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like anyway, so like when I was acting that character, like I just I knew myself and I was just like, but I was putting I was still putting it on. I don't know why the fuck I was running. From it. And bro, when my body got tired of being that character, bro, that motherfucker hit me hard, bro. Like, nigga ain't go to work. Nigga ain't eat. And I was just going through this shit. You know? And I like, it was like, it was like my body was so drained that like I had to like rejuvenate back itself, man. And this shit took days because I was acting like somebody else for days. Right? So... So I 100% feel what he's saying because that's exactly how I was. And that's when I get it. That's when it happens. Shit, when I'm tired, bro, you got, it's like you got to go through it to rejuvenate your body back to yourself. And you can continue, like with other people, like you can continuously run, but it's going to catch up to you one day. I just think the longer that you run from it, that motherfucker just get hit that much harder, you know? So this- Building up steam. The bro- <laughs> Yeah, Real shit. Crazy right now. <laughs> Woo! Right? So, you know, that's my take on it, man. So, you got any t- more takes on it, anybody else? But we got to leave it on something positive, man. We got to leave it on something good, bro. Yes, sir. We got to go to a different <laughs> segment, man. You feel what I'm talking about? All right. So, what we got next for you, I think I'm right, Zay, is a couple of questions. Questions, man. Okay. The segment, it's not really a segment. It's a couple of questions. Questions that need answers. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully this time I can actually answer them. <laughs> hey, bruh. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> no, nah, they're, they're good questions, bro. Just, you just got to hear them, man. You got them? Okay. All right. <laughs> Without further ado, go ahead, cuz. Yeah. All right, man. So, you know what I mean? Wheels up. We went down, up. It went to something dark, but now something positive, bro. We're about to pick Zay's brain real quick, man. Xavier, bro, we're about to pick your brain, bro. This segment is called, you already know, man, the questions that need answers, bro. So we coming to you for these answers. You ready, bro? Yes, sir. All right. First question. What shape is the sky? It's got to be like a circle, or like a cylinder. You know what I mean? Like, because it's all-encompassing. So it's like, it's got to be some sort of like a cell, almost like a half sphere, you know, like a dome. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be. It's gotta be a hemisphere. So you, well, why you say that half sphere, bro, if the, the world is round? Exactly. So the world is round and the atmosphere curves around. Yeah. The world. 
So it's got to be in some sort of a, a spherical state. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> All right. We can go with that, man. All right. Next question, man. Can you cry underwater? Yes. I mean, your tear ducts are still producing tears just because they're not necessarily, they become, you know what I mean? They immediately, you know, become part of the, the, the water that's around you. But like, it's still like, it's your tear ducts are still producing something right. at that point in time. It's coming out of your eyes. Exactly. And it's, and it's creating a different, like, if you were to, to measure that water that's where your tears are versus the rest of the water, there's probably some slight differences just because, like, you know what I mean? There's human, you know. Different chemical components. Exactly. Different chemical components. Yeah, exactly. I feel it, bro. I like how you articulate that and explain that, yeah, man. Good, good shit, shit bro. Good <laughs> shit. I um, use scientific method. Yeah, I know this nigga. <laughs> man. I'm with you. Yeah, this nigga been studying this shit for years now. You know, I'm searching for that. <laughs> Yo. Oh man. Oh, that's bro. perfect. Thanks. <laughs> Yo, oh, alright. <laughs> Why is the word abbreviate so long, but it means something so short? <laughs> Man, I feel like it's long because that's something that you wouldn't normally have to like describe. You know what I mean? Because it's not like a, a genuinely used word. It has to be a long word. You know, the is already taken. Two is already taken. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you get to the words that describe things, even if it means to shorten something, like, because you're not really using the word abbreviate in a lot of context, it has to be something that takes up more letters. I've noticed that, like, it seems like words that you use less often are the ones that have, like, a bunch of words spell out. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of letters. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, that's a good way to look at it, nigga. I feel you because, like, if you were just abbreviate something, well, most of the time you just do it. You don't write. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're not writing like this is an abbreviation. Yeah, (laughs) that'd be mad redundant. Exactly. (laughs) I feel you. I with your explanation. Yo, with you. you. Next question, bro. That's that's so funny. A straw, right? Uh Does it have one hole or two holes, and why? I love this question. <laughs> like a straw technically has one hole. I can see why you would make an argument for two holes, but it really only has one hole because it's really just like a tunnel. Like it's not really, you know what I mean? Like there's not two components to it. It's one component, the straw that has, you know what I mean? That has one like, if you had something that was long enough, you could poke through that one hole and hold it on both ends. So, I that's one hole. Yeah, yeah, hey. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're right about that, bro. That's a good way to explain that shit. Make a lot of sense, man. You make a lot of sense. I All right. <laughs> Last question, bro. All right. So, lasagna is made out of layers, right? Uh-huh. You have two lasagnas. You stack them on each other. Is it lasagna or lasagnas? Ooh, that's just one big lasagna, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's just one big lasagna. Like, 
That's it. That's it. You got a fat ass piece. Exactly. That's it. You just got one big ass piece of lasagna, like. Because at the end of the day, like like you said, it's already layers. So yeah. like you're just adding more layers when you put one on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a top? Like a top of lasagna? I like, believe, yeah, because usually you put like, you know what I mean? You get some shredded cheese and right. you put it on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you still layer it, that top just becomes another midsection? Yeah, it just okay, becomes man. its own midsection of cheese now. That's the filling, you know what I mean? Exactly. We got cheese in the middle, like a cake, man. Exactly, exactly. You yeah. can have icing in the middle of the layers of cake. Right. But at the end of the day, that's still one cake. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Facts. Facts. Thanks, man. Well, shit, my nigga. Hey, that was the questions, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> but, hey, man, I appreciate you for coming through the podcast, bro, and doing this appreciate shit with us, man. I appreciate you, you know, opening up, man, um, you know, sharing your brain with us, not just us, but, like, with the world and all the listeners as well. So we appreciate you just taking the time, bro, because, you know, the time's the most valuable thing that we have on this earth, and for us to share it. It means a lot. And I don't take it for granted. I just want to say I appreciate you for coming through and just doing the shit, man. Thank hey, you. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. You know, I, like I've been saying, you know, you know, Drake and all them, you know, they can go on the Breakfast Club. They can go on all of that stuff, you know. But, you know, for guys like us, you know, moments like this are what we live for, you know, to, to be able to, you know, have that sort of similar feeling of, you know, I'm able to express and just have an open open dialogue and let people in on who I really am, you know what I mean? Because I don't get these moments often, you know? I don't, there's not a camera in front of me every day. So I don't get these opportunities to express myself as much as, you know, the Wiz Khalifas of the world or, you know what I mean? Those guys that have video blogs and cameras rolling all the time and, you know, TMZ's always around. So it's just good to be able to have a platform to be able to, you know, share your thoughts and, you know, hopefully enrich people and, you know, hopefully we open some eyes today. Yeah, I hope so too, man. I appreciate you for coming down. Uh, Jay, we usually have the guests do this, man. If there's any parting words you want to leave for anyone who may be listening, something that they may be inspired by, something they may, you know, you just want to give your two cents on, you know, either what we talked about or just what you could share to them. You know, the floor is yours, man. You could share that or not. We could just end it off. Last thing is, I just want to say, are you know, if if you out there and you're doing something and you're worried that you know maybe it's not gonna work, maybe it's gonna flop, don't worry about it, man. Just keep doing it. Just just because, like I said, even if you only inspired ten people, you still inspired ten people. They're still gonna get up and go do something, and you know, and and you know, put effort into the world because they noticed that you put effort into the world. So just keep doing it. You know, don't ever give up. We're all, we're all, we all have a purpose and we all have a plan and, you know, just keep going. And, you know, as long as, as far as borders are concerned, you know, there may actually be borders in real life, but in like, those are only arbitrary. Like you can still do whatever you want to do. Don't let that, don't let that feel like, oh, I can't go here. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like you, you can do whatever you want to do in reality. It's just all about putting your mind to it and, and focusing and putting a plan together. Hi, right, yo. We appreciate those words, Zay. Eh? Uh, so we're gonna sign off here too. I again say thank you for you know sharing your mind with us. We appreciate it. Um, you know, plug them one more time. 
Yeah, pl- plug your oh, music. Yeah. Plug your music and all that. Social media is all that so they can follow you. Golden Voice 2 is coming soon. That's going to be on Apple Music, Spotify, all that. Uh, TRTO, Trust Real Talk Only. You can follow us on Instagram, Spotify, uh, XAI underscore TRTO. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter as well. Um, but yeah, the Trust Real Talk Only, that's kind of like, that's where I use to kind of like show love. You know what I mean? Like, that's how, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not just posting my stuff. I'm posting the homie stuff. I'm posting, you know, whatever I think is, you know, some real talk. So, you know, we trust real talk only over here. That's a hard name. <laughs> That's a hard name. Yeah, man. man. I got to get my copyright on that one. Hey, real shit. Get that, get that real quick, yo. Hey, hey you heard talk. it here first. It's going to be copyrighted by the time the podcast drop. And if it's not, it still is. Don't steal it. Right. <laughs> and so that's it, yo. We're going to sign off right here. Another more live for your head tops. Uh, you know what I mean? You know how it is. It's your boy. It's your boy. And we're going to uh, come for another one for your next week. So be on the lookout for that. You can follow us again on the More Life Podcasts on the Instagram. The More Life Pod, that's on the Twitter. And you can listen to us on damn near all uh, streaming platforms. You know, your Apple Music, your Spotify's, wherever you listen, man. And however you listen, I'm, you know, wishing more life to you and yours. Make the year the best. Don't get blocked by no borders. Got it. Yeah, we just getting like that, man. It's more tuned for your head tops. <laughs>